Sippers, welcome to this episode of the Tea With Me podcast with me, Shane Todd. We got some real quick messages to do before we start the podcast. First of all, let me plug our Patreon, which is patreon.com slash Tea With Me podcast. We do a bonus episode on a Monday, live episode on a Friday. And as we come into the Euros, we're going to start streaming some games. What is it called, Dan? A watch along? That's what the kids call it, a watch along. We're going to be doing some of those. But before we start the podcast, we are very kindly sponsored by, first of all, Panjana Tea. The Thompsons family have been knocking out tea since 1896. You know, it's not a phase, it's not just, you know, something they're they're getting into. These guys are really serious about tea. I've said it before, I'll say it again. The Thompsons family taste their tea by mouth themselves. Which, you know, if I owned a tea company, I'd be getting somebody else to do it, definitely. But the Thompsons family will do it themselves. They go all around the world, source the best tea, and Punjana is literally just from here. Made in Belfast, from Belfast, but called Punjana. You know, you wouldn't necessarily expect it. Like, there was definitely a guy um, I used to go to school with who had an uncle called Romario from East Belfast, you know? And it's like, that's just what it is, but I, you wouldn't have expected him with that name to be from there. Shout out to the Thompson family, fourth generation tea makers. You know Punjana is the number one selling tea in Northern Ireland. Support it. That's the thing. There's no discount code or anything. I said, what do you, what do you want us to do for a call for action? They just said, let people know they've got to drink Punjana tea. We're also sponsored by ExpressVPN. Now, ExpressVPN, I wasn't 100% sure about what it was. Dan is a long-time user of ExpressVPN, so his mic that works on the show. It basically hides your internet uh, location. So you could be anywhere in the world. So you have access to a lot more online. Now, I'm very open about what I'm looking at online. So, you know, I haven't needed ExpressVPN up until this moment. But as I say, Dan and Mike have been long-time users of ExpressVPN. For security reasons. For security reasons, yeah. Because at all costs, they want to hide where they are. Um, what you do with ExpressVPN is you can get access to, like, say, Netflix anywhere. So you could get American Netflix. You can get Chinese Netflix. You can get French Netflix. You can watch stuff that you can't get here. Because it's like, like, they don't give you everything here. You know, it's like the cinema back in the day. If, like, Flubber came out in the cinema in America with Robin Williams, eight years later, it would come out here. ExpressVPN is compatible with phones, media consoles, smart TVs, all that kind of thing. Um, and if you go to expressvpn.com slash tea with me, you can get an extra three months of ExpressVPN for free. Expressvpn.com slash tea with me. Let's get into this episode, guys. It's a guest episode. My guest, returning guest, is Liam McCourt. Did you enjoy the professionalism there of my reads? Yeah. I'm a corporate guy. Uh, Leah, thanks for coming back on the podcast. You're welcome. For the second time. You're just back from America, you jet lag? Yeah, and a wee bit concussed as well. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I forgot the edified. <laughs> uh, see, the, your mic, just uh, oh, like bring it with you. Okay. Follow it around. Like a um, yeah. I deal very badly with jet lag, mm. like really badly. Like it just makes me, you know, think of things I wouldn't have thought before. You know, I'm like, why am I so tired? What day is it? Yeah, like makes you question life. Yeah. Like why? Why does no one ever really love me? You know what I mean? Like I get emotional when I get jet lagged, but then also having a fight as well. So how long were you in America for after your fight? So I was in America for about ten days after my fight. So I went from like three different time zones. I went from like New York, then to Vegas, which is completely different. Yeah. And then back again. So my body is like messed up and my head. It's like, you come back, it's like, what just happened? It's like a whirlwind. It's yeah. like crazy. And you also had a, like a major fight yeah. as well. In like that's of, not I'm in the middle help. of it all. <laughs> yeah, that's not going to help. You, you had a um, fight from um, with Bellator. Yeah. And here's the thing with fights. I, I love watching fights. I love watching boxing. MMA, all that kind of thing, but I, I, the times are just inconvenient for me. Yeah, me too. I, like it doesn't. Like I thought your fight was going to be half ten. But my fight was at, wasn't that late. It was at twelve. Yeah, but st- like back in the day, I maybe would have stayed up for like the odd like four a.m. fight. <laughs> yeah. Um, but like even ha- like, can, if if you could have any influence on it. If all fights could like be like nine, half yeah. nine, I'd be delighted with that. Yeah, or earlier. Like, I can't do twelve. Nobody yeah. trains at twelve. Like it's you're not used to fighting that late at yeah. night. Yeah. It's like, and then you you have to wait the whole day. So when you you normally can't sleep the night before the fight because you're so nervous. So you wake up at like six, 
and then the whole day is like this it's like this rabbit wheel of what the fuck am I doing this for why am I going into cages to fight tonight yeah and then you get confident and then you get excited and then it's just like going round and round and round the whole day it's just the most in- insane way to describe like fight day so when you're on so late it's like you're you've burnt out so much energy during the day thinking yeah it's crazy I, I mean like going like going away to do it as well like you must have far less of an advantage from someone who like lives there because it, it, it probably would take you months to actually get used to the time i know it, it, it's hard to know it's hard to say like you try and, and sleep and get into your routine when you're there but you're like cutting weight you've got like the most horrendous week of like media uh weight cuts and then you've got like fight day and fight night so it's like a whirlwind it's like it's so hard to actually describe how crazy that experience is and that fight week is where does media come and like the worst parts of it <laughs> it's like <laughs> so destroying <laughs> it's like the same questions when you're literally depleted you're, you're nervous and they're asking the most repetitive annoying questions ever yeah but obviously it's part of it and it builds hype for the fight but like when you do the like the, the day before the weigh-ins media you're sitting there like, oh my god! Like they're asking, like I'm like Google it, Google it if you want to find out it. Like I don't want to, I don't have the energy to speak. Yeah, I saw the clip of Billy Joe Saunders, the boxer, yeah. who was interviewed by a Spanish guy and started <laughs> just like saying very quickly, like under his breath, "Mate, your breath smells like shit." And I'm watching that, being like, "That's such bad etiquette." Like I yeah. hate that. I think that's so out of order. But then there's part of me that's like, well, if you've been, you can only answer the same questions so many ways yeah. before you do start like doing something to, <laughs> to amuse yourself or entertain yourself. Was your fans on it? No, no, it was just TV only. Still. So. How weird? How weird is that? Um, people say that, but if you think in your head backstage, you're going out to fight someone in the cage, so you're not really thinking about the people around it. You're thinking about. Oh my god! I'm, like that's your sole focus. Yeah. So to, what? Yeah. When, when you walk out, you hear the hear the fans and the energy, and they're all going crazy. But it's kind. I'm kind of like in this weird zone where it's like you've got a job to do. Like it doesn't. You don't really take it in until maybe after the fight, or you watch things back and you realise. Yeah, I mean, there's there's at least a dozen reasons as to why I could never be an elite fighter, right? There's maybe. <laughs> There's 10 to 15 reasons, and one of them is I have real bad focus problems. Like, I have real short attention span. Yeah, I do as well. I do. But yeah. if I was fighting in a cage and, like, I saw someone I vaguely knew in the audience, I'd clock them, and then I'd spend part of the fight being like, what, What's he doing? You know, I thought he was a Magabra. You know, I would spend, I would easily be distracted. Yeah. I just think I, I would get, yeah, anything happened in the audience or like... You think that, but if someone is trying to kill you, standing in front of you, you're probably going to think about that person. Yeah. Have you ever seen someone like, has anything distracting happened outside of the cage during a fight? N- no, not really, to be honest. Mm. It is pretty intense. I remember I fought in, um, in Vegas in 2016 at World MMA Championships. And it was like part of UFC 200 fight week, so it was in like a in the convention center, yeah. and like there there was like fans with like UFC fighters, but and then sitting around the cage, you can you could see because it was it was like bright, so you could just see, and that was weird because it was really bright, and I could see like my dad. That, that, yeah. That's like, like, yeah, it's definitely not good to see your dad in the audience. No. Like my dad came to see me at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival about six years ago, and it's supposed to be like the big deal. Like you go over there, and if you do well, it can like make your career. And one night, uh, so I used to, you can ask to know how many people are going to be at the show, yeah. or you can just walk out and find. Could do you notice them when you walk out? Like, I suppose you would. I will because you're fo- you're. Yeah. I'll always focus. Do you on not the, see weird things happening in the crowds? Yeah, and I'll focus on the person who's like, it can be going great, and there could be one person who just is an arse, and I will spend my whole time <laughs> focusing on that person. Yeah. Like I'll get you at some point, you know. Like oh yeah, I I would be so easily distracted. Keep, keep looking at them to see if they're smiling. So easily distracted. Um, I'm, I so I did the French festival. I came out. I was like, I don't want to know how many people are there. And it was a Saturday night, so you always sold out. Everyone sold out on Saturday nights because. People are just looking for a show to go to at the Edinburgh Fringe Festival. And I walk out, and it's just my dad and two American guys sitting there. Like That's in, it? In a, in a 70-seater. And I was only really looking at my dad. I'm halfway through the show, my dad's like on his phone. I was like, you're, you're <laughs> 33% of the audience. <laughs> and he, although he, I was telling a story about me when I was younger, 
So he's like on his phone, and I was like, you can't text during the show, there's three people here. And he's like, no, I'm bringing up this photo. And it was about something I'd said earlier in the show. And he goes, he's not lying, look. That's such a dad thing. Oh my God, so bad. Is he your biggest fan? Yeah, well, well, yes, yes and no. To the point where he came into the studio during the week to see it for the first time. And Dan and Mike, who's usually here, were, uh, were here. And my dad walked in, he had a look around, and he goes, Lass, just want to say, last week's podcast was, it was shite. <laughs> And then he told a very, very inappropriate story and walked out. Yeah, he's not afraid to like... T- say like, like it is. He'd give credit where credit's due, yeah. but sometimes he's not afraid to say <laughs> things that he shouldn't say. That's like my mum. We were we were sitting in Ballyhack on Saturday night and I took my mum out for dinner and she's like... like she works in the, in the... You know, she's a good job. She works in the, in the hospital and she said she is the most hum- she looks so proper and nice yeah and so some fellow walked past and she was just sitting sitting her wine she goes somebody missed leg day what a rose from mrs mccord <laughs> and then if anybody online anybody says like i rarely get people stabbing to me yeah and if i do they will feel her wrath yeah <laughs> she would go on and rip them to shreds well, but, but she her profile is like no pictures oh <laughs> that's the worst <laughs> you know they mean it <laughs> it's just like okay karen like calls them karens <laughs> um, my dad um doesn't wouldn't be able to use social media like that like he's on it you're lucky but what he does is <laughs> So I, I very rarely like look at comments. Like I never in I never read comments. anything. But my dad will tell me. He never tells me the good ones. And <laughs> he he's like, one bad I one. see some fella was saying that last video, yeah. And I'm like, and then he'll tell me the thing, and I'm like, the whole point is I'm avoiding these comments. But he's ringing me at like two in the morning. That's exactly. Some guy, some guy from Lurgan's called you a wanker here. I, was like, I don't need to know that. I don't need to know that. But yeah, having parents and stuff like. I don't know. It makes makes me a little bit more nervous. Yeah. I like to not know anybody in the crowd. Yeah. Especially when you see people you know, because sometimes, especially doing comedy, you, you're looking at them going, "Are you laughing because you're my mate? Or are you laughing because you're enjoying this?" <laughs> and then if they don't laugh, you're like, "Why not?" Fuck your problem. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I suppose because you you're literally looking out into the crowd, so you have to like see everybody. That is that not distracting though? Not really. Because you get, nah, I like to just see how people are enjoying it. Oh, okay. Get a, get, and like get a read of the crowd. But I used to not be able to look at anyone and I used to look straight ahead at the back of the room. <laughs> but the more you look at people, like sometimes the more you look at people, the better. Yeah. Because then they feel like, oh, he's talking to me. Uh, yeah. You know? But um, I want to ask you about the the whole like, you know, celebrity boxing, you know, that side of fighting now that's become a little bit more like accessible for people where you know people like Jake Paul and Logan Paul are putting on fights and then there's probably like loads of people you haven't heard of like doing it on a smaller scale yeah. so like do you ever think that will happen it's obviously happened so much with boxing now but do you think with MMA that's going to happen and would that be like very dangerous um like at the end of the day all right they're they're making these fights and but they're like they're still getting in and fighting. Like people have to respect that they're actually getting in the box. Your man got in with Floyd Mayweather. Yeah. Like that takes no matter what you're getting, what money you're making. That is only we know what it feels like to be backstage. We walk out to fight someone. So like I respect the fact that they're getting in the fight. Um, it would take it. It would take a lot of training to do it for MMA because it would be dangerous. There's a lot more ways to lose, and there's a lot more ways to win. Um, I, I can't say it. I don't know. Because I went to one MMA class in, um, I think it was like Lagan Valley Leisure Centre. And I was like rolling, rolling with people. Yeah. It's the first time I've been there. And I, I started going, you know, you just, you go with like everyone like once. Yeah. So you go around everyone. There's guys in the class, there's girls in the class. And, you know, I've never done it before. And I've just been shown a few basic moves. And all of a sudden I'm like, you know, sort of throwing people around a wee tiny bit. I'm getting out of things. And I was like, this is class. And I'm not watching anyone else. I'm just thinking about myself. And I'm like, I'm picking this up really easy. And then I stopped for a second and watched them fighting other people. Yeah. And I went, all oh, right. You know, they were just like, you know, when like there's a like kid playing football. Yeah, they're just letting you oh, move. Oh, you, you've scored. You know, it's going through yeah, my legs. That's, that's exactly what they were doing yeah. with me. And that's, that's what some people have to, to realise when they go to like MA or and they're like, rolling them with black belts. They're like, yeah, I did well against him. It's like, no, he's literally like a dead fish and yeah. you're <laughs> letting you move yeah there was one guy I was like really like go, I was like trying to like get out of his mind and I, and I was like 
really out of breath, like really struggling. Yeah. And he was talking to me during, like, but just like making small talk. And I couldn't talk back. <laughs> and it was annoying me so much that he's like, you know. That is annoying. He's like, some weather we're having at the minute. I'm like trying not to die. And I'm like, yeah, hopefully changes later in the week. I, I, I hear it. I don't. Like, unless I'm really good at something at the start, I don't A lot like of people it. find that, and a yeah. lot of people come in from other sports or other martial arts. Say, like, a boxer comes into the gym. Like I wasn't coming from oh. any other martial arts, though. <laughs> but, like, a, like a boxer comes into the jiu-jitsu class, and yeah. they could be a really elite-level boxer, and they're used to winning and winning sparring, and they're getting absolutely smashed in jiu-jitsu. Yeah. Like, you need to have that, uh, like, mentality that... You, you're going to get smashed at training. It's yeah. like I lose most rounds in training. Right. Do you know when it's like it's it's different than just doing one singular martial art because you could be really good at one thing but not so good at another thing and that's what makes it so addictive and so like you want to keep getting better at everything. Would you do it? Like would you do like a just for the crack? Would you do like a celebrity type fight? Like would you fight like I don't know like Katie Price or someone? Or? <laughs> If it was getting paid, what they were getting paid is fight with Grammy. And w- but would you, do you think you'd struggle to like, because you know there was definitely that moment where Floyd, May- Floyd Mayweather like fully knocked out Logan Paul and then got underneath him and was like, you're all right, mate. And then during the fight, like, okay. helped him back up. Yeah. Like, would you struggle to put on a wee bit of a show? Or, like, do you, or would you would you? I'd say Kitty could scrap Kitty. Oh, pricey? Yeah. Oh, no doubt. Oh, I don't know who your favourite is. She would be hard work. <laughs> she would be handful. And pricey would like pricey would not play by the rules at all. Like she'd be pulling air after the bell. She'd be punching and yeah. stuff. Yeah. No, I. I mean, look, if I fought Katie Price, I would not win that fight. <laughs> no. Because like, yeah, celebrity boxing's huge. I think they'll do it. Like we've talked about it in the podcast before. Like I'm sure there will be like a local boxing event where like people who aren't boxers <laughs> like take part my attitude is like i would do it but if i know that i beat the person that i'm fighting yeah like there's no way i would get in there and i would hate that <laughs> just to get in with someone that would beat me i know yeah no i i think i don't know like people i think boxing is more likely to happen more often than mma yeah because i don't really know what promotion or where they would put like who would do that and I think whenever like a, like a celebrity tried to do MMA and they thought it was just for yeah. they would soon realise that like Logan Paul fighting Floyd May- Mayweather is like me fighting Paddy Barnes <laughs> you should set that up on the roof of Castle Court <laughs> oh. yeah that, I mean Paddy's fighting uh, uh, a, a comedian guy uh, Farmer Michael like uh, like a, from Downside's like comedy character uh, in the wheelchair yeah, yeah. Um. and the guy's like the because guy, at first I saw it and I was like why Paddy fighting a guy in a wheelchair? They're both going to be in wheelchairs. Okay. Um, and, and but there's an undercard, and <gasps> someone like get on me. it. Well, no, because there's like this Dublin guy who makes videos, and they were like, he's looking for an opponent. A few people tag me, <laughs> and then I went, yes, yeah, could be a bit of fun. Went into his profile, looked at his sort of, you know, his frame, and then I was like, no. But then again, <laughs> if it's a comedy thing, yeah. Do you sort of like really train like intensely for it? And then if you get knocked out early doors, you're just like, oh, yeah. comedy though, you know? Yeah. But I think I would, I really want to win. Yeah, you should do it. Like I would fight one of the wheelchair guys, but on the stipulation you that I would stand. not be in a wheelchair. <laughs> you know, I think, I think I would do that. But yeah, it's, do you think that'll last? Do you think this is like a, like celebrity boxing, Probably. that kind of thing? You think, it, you think it'll be a thing? I think people will just keep wanting to do it. Yeah. Did you, did you watch a fight? No. I didn't. I just thought, months. I just knew I think Mayweather could have literally could have finished him in the first round, but just that's didn't. The, that's the thing, and it's also he's scary. such he's so smart, he's so intelligent. Like yeah. The, the, but I don't know if the whole pre-fight him stealing the hat and all and Mayweather getting so angry was real or not. Part of me thought that that was set up, and then I looked at Floyd Mayweather's hair under the hat, and I was like, "There's no way he'd agree to be photographed like that." <laughs> like who steals someone's hat? Like they're in P two. Like when I see when I wake up every morning, right? I I have bad hair. But because my hair is like quite, like has always been quite fine, yeah, it like sticks up drastically, like a few bits at the back, and I I wouldn't leave the house like that. Yeah. So if I was in some sort of like celebrity boxing feud thing, and they went, listen, we're gonna set you up a fight after this, so we're gonna have a bit orgy bargy. Someone's gonna take your hat off. <laughs> you have bad head and all. I wouldn't do it. Yeah, you'd have it printed to perfection. If there were like 30 million here, you have to look like you didn't expect it. No. Yeah, game. his hair was bad, wasn't it? It was really like he looked. 
terrible. My favorite thing is when Fifty Cent rips into shreds on his Instagram. Yeah, they're feud. They're feud. So class. good. But also, it's funny how like nicking someone's hat off their head continues after primary school <laughs> as like a real fucking bad insult. It was such like a YouTuber thing to do, like yeah. steal his hat. Yeah. Uh, I think like yeah, I I think that is the scary thing that the Paul brothers are obviously like talented boxers. Like they obviously have like a skill in yeah. it, but they can train so long probably with the best people money can buy exactly. and still look so bad. Yeah. It just shows you how good <laughs> fighters are though. You know what I mean? Yeah. That like they all they, they do all this training, all the promo videos. Yeah. You hear people being like, they're actually quite good and I'm sure they are. Yeah. But then when you put them in the ring, that all it's like it's just big haymaking. Like yeah. everything goes out the window. That's yeah. probably like white collar boxing. Oh you train goodness. and then you hear a crowd and just go wild. So much out, fucking get them, and you're like, uh, you just lose it. It's cr- yeah, white collars, funny to watch. They just go in and swing. Yeah, and there's also like, there's always like big mismatches mm-hmm. in white collar boxing as well. I, I in the Europa, <laughs> just people coked out watching. Anyone? It. Yeah. Who wants a fight? Do you get? Do you get a tattoo? You get a new tattoo? I actually got one last night. Yeah. Do you get tattoos based on like? Say like you want to fight or something. No. No. It's just my sister's boyfriend is a tattoo artist. I'm like, what do you want to do tonight? I'm like, <laughs> oh, not unplanned. A wee bit unplanned, yeah. I want to get a second one, but I don't know what I want to get. See, I've wanted this for like three years. I just didn't. Oh, I just didn't get right around to it. Right. <laughs> what like, is oh. it? It's a, ti- a tiger. It's a tiger, yeah. Like a Joe Exotic tribute. Ta- yeah, Tiger Queen. Um, I don't know. I'd love to get a second one, but. What one do you have? I lost a bet and had to get, um, <laughs> do you know Dave, Dave Elliott, my friend? Yeah. Um, me and Dave were doing a radio show and we had like a quiz every week and the loser at the end of the 10 weeks had to get a tattoo picked by the winner. Amazing. So if I lost, um, I was go- if he lost, I was going to get him to get my dad's face, a portrait <laughs> tattooed on his arm. <laughs> that's like not a, that's not a small tattoo, that's like a, no. a day sitting. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Oh, like detailed, like uh, <laughs> Willie G was doing. I don't know if you know Willie. Like so good, um, but I lost, and he, I had to get uh, on the on like the back of my leg. It's massive. I had to get um, the t- the Todd Father. What the Todd Father, What's which that? is something I've never called myself. So I'm I'm <laughs> oh, look. yeah I'm Godfather to Dave's daughter. Oh my god! So it was it's that with like her date of birth inside it wow was it sore tattoo yeah it was so i was screaming last night it was see when so he, bad see when he started it i was gonna say i might actually have to say listen stop doing this yeah and then i i was actually like, i kept taking big i was like this is worse than childbirth and it, it was like it took so long and i was being so <laughs> so <laughs> dramatic <laughs> was he doing it right <laughs> do you know what it was i did a sunbed the day before and i'm really burnt right and i think that made it a hundred times worse right, right right and i actually was like this is horrendous yeah, I, I was thinking about tapping out at one point and just having the Todd on my leg and just leaving it, you know, because like the, all the rest of the letters were, it was so bad. But it's massive and I love it because yeah. like people were like, oh, you'll regret it because it was like a bet. But it always makes me laugh that I'm like, I have this for life based so on a funny. silly bet that I made with my mate. Oh. Um, people were saying after your fight, like, I noticed on Twitter people saying like, you know, would you would you do like, do you want to do like a big Belfast show? Is that something you you aspire to do? Is that is that like what you love? Like so, Bellator obviously they run shows in different countries and it's like they had the whole Bellator Europe thing happening, but now because yeah. of coronavirus has ruined everything in the world. Like it's hard. Like I don't know the logistics of coming. They're going to do shows in Belfast or in London and Dublin, blah, blah blah. But it's like yeah, like I want to bring Bellator to Belfast and have a big people would love it like. yeah and I was like, like at Windsor as well I was thinking like it would be really cool to do yeah Um, one day like I know it's whatever like maybe a bit further down my career and I always say I always walk out to Blinded by Your Grace by Stormzy so I need to get him to come and do that as well if he doesn't can I do it yeah I'll do Blinded by Your Grace by Stormzy I would love that that would be so good yeah I, I uh, was chatting to Carl. You're a really good singer. I know. And here's the thing as well. Like, you should be pursuing that instead of... I know. <laughs> yeah, I know. I've been told that so much. <laughs> Imagine me doing Blind of Your Grace and then, like, going into, like, not being afraid of the rap. Yeah. You know, people are like... Or going oh, to be like, shut up, Stormzy, like, Blind of Your Grace, oh. like, shut, shut up. And I'll like, remix, like, because remember Stormzy, then Anthony Joshua? Yeah. And he changed the lyrics? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, 
yeah like like saying aj and stuff like you I, say, I, yeah i 100 percent would do it freestyle it, yeah yeah it doesn't have to be blinded by it could be any, like it could just be like a you nice could just song sing. yeah flying without wings or something imagine like imagine we did that and then like i didn't just didn't make it seem like a joke at all <laughs> and i just like really went for it people were like that'll be really funny i'm like no, there's nothing funny about it yeah this is real I'm blinded by your That's like with a yeah. choir behind me, you know. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I would love that. I mean, the SSE or Windsor like that—that's that would be class. Like have also having a home crowd like that yeah. in a fight would just be like so much extra. I know. Extra power. I know. But that and that is the one where you'd see people you knew in the audience and it would put you oh, off. That definitely would. All the local <laughs> celebs in the like ringside front oh. row. <laughs> Pamela Ballantyne like. <laughs> Shades on a fur jacket. <laughs> I'm going on her show on Thursday, actually. <laughs> oh, you going to what? I'm going on her show on Thursday. Or like... Oh, right, yeah. Because for a sec, like, that makes total sense. But for a second, I was like, what do you mean? Is she running like a fight show or something? <laughs> then I realized you meant like... No, it's her job. Yeah, yeah. Well, fighting. <laughs> I would love that. Just like, yeah, like... You Belfast know, celebrities around the cage. That'd yeah, because like Ma- Madison Square Garden, you've got like Leo DiCaprio in the front. Jay Z. All these people. <laughs> You're <a> frostbit boy. <laughs> Sunglasses on the front row. <laughs> uh, all the influencers loving it. Oh yeah, in the car parks or yeah. Yeah. in the Odyssey. Yeah, I think the best thing about being an influencer is just like sitting on a private plane at Belfast City Airport the and then just one. going back home. Like literally going and getting a photo on a private plane yeah. and getting the taxi home. <laughs> getting the bus home. In the value cab home. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, being on the transit on the way down. What are you at today? I'm heading down to Belfast City Airport, bouncing on a private jet class. Where are you going? Nah, Nowhere. <laughs> um, oh, man. I wonder if they have to pay to do that. Like, is there like a, do they have to like, like a website where you just if you want to sit in a private plane you can yeah i can book and pay and go and do it yeah i mean the best thing to do would probably just be like buy this seat and then you could have it anywhere yeah. and you just keep it at home <laughs> it is it is mad like isn't it like that whole it's crazy influencer world it's it's like it's it's i was talking about it this something the other day like my daughter is never going to be allowed social media like yeah. I'm, she's never going to be allowed in anything instagram facebook twitter sheltered life and like um but th- but then again like we all kind of do social media stuff it's so necessary for like for my job yeah. for your job and and that kind of thing but do you have like would you like to just have someone do all that? do you like doing all this kind of no. stuff or would you just want someone to just do it all for you no i'd rather have someone do yeah, it yeah so i think it's it's just like because you have to be constant otherwise it's like you don't pick up traction it's like, yeah, like hey guys just jumping on here yeah Hey guys, just popping on. Just jump, jumping on is probably the, my favourite. <laughs> See, I don't, I can't talk into the camera. I make, I literally make myself cringe looking at myself, so I can't do it. I can, yeah, because you don't want to see someone you know or get seen doing it. <laughs> you know what I mean? Because I, I but just because I'm not good at it either. Like some people can do it or they're funny or like they, they can get like you know people interested where they'd be like what she shut up what's she talking about i i was no in one cares what you're doing leah belfast international airport last week and this like asian guy just walked through a big like puffer jacket on sunglasses selfie stick phone and he just started my man just started vlogging and it just if that was in like the airport in london or new york or la nobody would bat an eyelid no but you're in belfast but everybody mate. was like mate what are you doing <laughs> And he was like, oh, Belfast International Airport. You know, Worst airport in the world. Blog. No, he was loving it. Oh, was he? He's like, W.H. Smith, Boots. <laughs> Costa. All that. He was like, the guy was buzzing. But like, yeah, I, I don't think I could. Here, I can't do that like as me. But then I could film like a sketch. Yeah. Like last time I was in makes... New York. I wanted to film a sketch of like a DUP politician in New York. And uh, I went and bought a GoPro. Like the top top of the range GoPro, kept the receipt, went round, filmed all day, bought an SD card in And came it back. Target. Such a good idea. Filmed the whole thing. And then that started getting me thinking, like, I could start buying like real expensive cameras. Cameras. Making videos, spend like a weekend somewhere and then just <laughs> take them back. What a great idea. And but but and, and I didn't care doing it. Yeah. When I was giving it back, like part of me is like, Am I gonna feel bad doing this? But I, no. I didn't care. It gave me like a big thrill. That's but I so I could funny. walk about Times Square filming myself. But then, because everyone's doing it. But yeah, but the best one was we were in, we were in the 
my friend was fighting in Vegas and fight day we went into the um, aquarium in the hotel and everybody had was obviously filming themselves doing their doing their Instagram blah blah and there was this Chinese guy I don't know if you've seen it on my Instagram holding a doll hmm. with like she had quite big breasts and was in like a, a like a, a mini skirt no like it was maybe about that size and he was like holding the doll and had the camera behind her as if like he was taking photos of his girlfriend yeah. looking into the aquarium and we all were like looking at him like and then he, he just kept taking photos of like so you could just see the back of the head so it looked like a person <laughs> and he was he was like looked really friendly so we said hello what's her name and he said oh hi he, and then he's like her name's kia and he was like she really likes the fish and i was like is this real life is this really happening and so obviously we were all standing around and i, I had like my phone in my face because he was telling us about what they were doing in vegas like how much which fish and i was going and i said what's your favorite fish <laughs> like, actually there were tears in my eyes and he was telling us all about her favorite fish was tuna and she liked sushi and i like I, I think about this every day since this <laughs> happened. I'm like, this lovely, nice man had this doll that he must have thought was his girlfriend. I don't know, or yeah. his friend. Yeah. And then the boys were like, are, are they real? I was like, can you stop it? Like, it just was going on and on. And like, I have the Im- videos. Imagine if it was like, that was the only thing you admitted was fake. <laughs> I'll be honest. Her tits aren't real. <laughs> that's the only thing that's weird about this. And he was so confident in public to be doing this. So yeah, this, this yeah. doll that was like, I know it was funny, but it was also like, what is going on in your head to think that that's normal? It's also mad that there's an aquarium in the hotel. Like, I know a guy that uh, works in the travel lodge in, in Belfast around Bedford Street, and he just keeps a couple of goldfish in one of the rooms you can go into and see if you want. But no, these were like sharks <laughs> and alligators, yeah. Like, how much do people from here, when they're in like Vegas hotels, myself included, just walk by being like, there's just like there's sh- shops in the hotel. <laughs> I can't crazy. believe this. Like people are just walking. I can't believe this. And like all the casinos are linked. Yeah. As well, you walk can, like, it. It's like a big casino maze. Nuts. I I I like Vegas, but like in short doses. Yeah, everything is like there's just excess of everything. See, one, uh, I went over for the Frampton fight a few years ago to Vegas. Me and a couple of mates, and it was my friend's birthday, and we we're like, do you know what? Let's let's be the guys that like wear suits to a fight. <laughs> Because, like, I would slobber at anyone who does that and laugh. But I was like, you know what? We're going to Vegas. So let's, like, let's look great going to the fight. So we did, and we're wearing, like... It feels so important in oh, your suit. Blazer, shirt, you know, just real dress. I look like the sort of guy that was, like, doing the door at an under-18 <laughs> disco. And we're, we're feeling good. It was my mate's birthday. And, um, you know, you can drink anywhere in Vegas, mm-hmm. like, on the street and stuff. Um, so we were just drinking from, like, morning. Uh, just because we're, like... Vegas we're here for the fight and pretty like pretty oiled going into the fight and uh, Ruth Gorman from UTV Sport uh, UTV was there and she was making like a like a special (laughs) report from Vegas (laughs) on the fight and I walk past and like me and my mate John are blitzed and Ruth Gorman's like here do you just want to jump on and do a quick interview <laughs> and I said I, I was like no I was like I can't I said I'm really drunk and I don't know what I'm going to say and I'll embarrass myself and I was that drunk that I was still arguing but then the camera was recording and I was in the middle answering oh questions and she was like what do you think of you know Card Frampton and I you ever be like find yourself having an out of body experience where you're looking at yourself doing something <laughs> and go don't do this and I was, I was like bright red, like my face, because it was like block two. And it was, if, like the interview went out on TV. You can tell I'm drunk. I'm holding on to a railing. You know, like in Vegas, there's like bridges across the road, yeah, up off yeah. the street. I'm like holding on to one, like a dad in a jacuzzi, right? I'm like holding myself up. And I start talking about, you know, I, I said something like, Carl's really good for sectarianism. <laughs> And then I'm like, oh no, that doesn't sound right. And I ba- I'm like backtracking. I'm like, I'm ba- I couldn't say the word ambassador. I was like, he's an ambassador. He's an ambassador for Northern Ireland. And I'm just, and then my mate John starts talking. And I forget I'm still on camera. And I'm like sweating at this point and doing this really weird smile at him. And I said after, I was like, here, don't, I was like, don't put that out. And then like the day uh, of, the day after the fight, I think my mum or dad like sent me the recording. And then, are you awful. enjoying yourself? So bad. <laughs> that's the so worst. Bad. Oh my goodness. But that, but that's like 
that's we just could do that because it was Vegas. Then we just got we got dressed up and watched the fight. Yeah, and uh, and it was class. It I was, know. It was class. Like I think people from here that are like into fighting and that kind of, they're like the best kind of fans because they're they treat it like almost like a football match. That's they're unreal. like they're that vocal and that kind of thing. Have you noticed like obviously like at the minute because of COVID and stuff people can't but like that support base is like building like i definitely yeah. saw that with your fight the amount of people who were like talking about watching it yeah or like tuning in to watch yeah it and you know ever since like obviously like dublin last year like because yeah. i just think irish fans are the best in general no matter where belfast or dublin the, there's n- i've been everywhere in the world and even like the staff that work for bells who are like the do the media or the TV production and all they say like there's nowhere like Ireland like, yeah. they've been to like Brazil they, yeah. they, said, they said Ireland and Brazil they're the two they're the craziest fans right <laughs> and they so like yeah I, I think more people understand MMA and like how actually difficult it is and how like hard it is to get to high we'll level love fighting. yeah you know what I mean like we'll <laughs> love a fight so we like we're interested in it and yeah I think I think that you can definitely see like more people and I think like boxing was like the only thing here yeah and now people are like so interested also in MMA yeah it's really good um, I was actually yesterday it was like seven years since my first ever MMA fight and it was in the Ulster Hall in Belfast I was actually really iconic that my first fight was yeah there yeah There's a lot of people fighting like smaller venues and like build up experience behind closed doors whereas I got to fight and in, like, and stuff, like yeah <laughs> right the back of Castle Court yeah Castle Street Ca- yeah Castle oh Oh, don't get me wrong. If you want fights and there's no like UFC on, no Bellator on, Castle Street. Castle Street. What I used to go to a, what Tech. A street. I used to go to Tech in Millfield. Like, so did I. Oh, did you? And Every you, day. Did you always have to walk through Every Castle day. Street? Oh my god! Like, like that could be a TV show on its own. Like, who wants to watch any other reality just TV? Just stream Castle just Street. Live stream all day. There was like you'd see these pop up shops. You know, like all the shops were like. No shop just sold like one thing. Yeah, like, it'd everything. Like be like a chemist that does carpets. And sells Halloween costumes as yeah, well. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> Sells Halloween costumes in like, you know, during the summer, yeah. you know. Uh, well, masks, you know what I mean? Like definitely knitted <laughs> knitted masks. Uh, but yeah, Castle Street, there, there's, there's, there's 28 bakeries on yeah. Castle Street, which I love. We used to, I used to get an iced finger all the time <laughs> in this bakery in Castle Street. And, uh, and also sausage roll bops. There was one just before you get to Millfield. Going to Millfield was wild. Wild. I love Belfast. I, I went with, I know your friends with Craig Gilroy, his sister, we're best friends, Caitlin. Okay. So Caitlin's obviously from Bangor and I'm from St. Field and we we were went to Millfield and our class was... Started from, a sitcom. <laughs> like we came She's from, from Me- Bangor, I'm we, from St. We, we, we went to Bethany and got a dose of real life. <laughs> we went to Millfield. Like I remember we were walking down Castle Street one day and there was a woman bent down shitting on the floor at 10 o'clock in the morning just and she was your lecturer <laughs> like i we, we used to sometimes talk about it just say like, don't talk about it anymore bring back memories yeah. like it's back at the back of our head like i think did that re- was that re- did we really yeah. do that for two years like yeah method one like, experience people arriving in mercs belfast met stunt nuts of a bmx <laughs> i mean caitlin were always the butt of every joke in the class like we we had the best class we were all best mates but like yeah. we were the they made fun of us every day. Yeah, Belfast met was mad. Like, I loved it. I, yeah. I thought it was like a brilliant so environment. Good. Did you leave school in fifth year? Yeah. So that I think I loved them being like, oh, Free. Not, why am I, not, you know, I didn't have to dress like a businessman. Yeah. You know, like the shirt and tie. I mean, I kept wearing a shirt and tie, but I didn't have to, you know, which was the thing. I loved it, but Castle Street is just, it, it's one of those places where there's so many like, alleyways and like streets off it yeah that anytime you look down one of those something's there happening. Was something that's happening. where we seen the woman doing this shit on the floor we just gla- glanced down yeah the castle street i mean though those sort of that's like you know belfast is a modern city and it's, there's always like new development and investment and this thing's happening and that thing's happening but one thing is always going to yeah. stay the same and that yeah, is you castle gar- street. It's like, don't yeah. dare change castle yeah, street never, never change, change amazing like any fight that people record which i actually like, it's on castle I street hate, but it's all, they're always on castle i know street. i i really hate that as well i know some people like my friends like love watching like gypsy fights i was like i hate, ugh, i hate watching fighting yeah i don't mind obviously professional fighting but i hate like street fighting yeah 
I used to do. I used to do quite a lot of it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I heard that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But but I had to stop because it was <laughs> too dangerous. Yeah. You know, I was. You were hurting people. Yeah, I'm like the Northern Irish Kimbo slice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm weirded out by like fight videos and stuff. People probably think because you like you do MMA, you're a fighter. They're like, you love that, no. but it's like that's not what. No. That's not anywhere near it's the still same not thing. Nice. And, and there's probably like, people who like are so good in those sort of fights and like scraps and stuff that think they could just do that but like mm. it's just a totally different I thing know, it's just so different and people unless you do it or you train in MA you don't understand like yeah. how it's it's how like a it wee bit with stand-up like people who are like my mates think I'm hilarious mm-hmm. and, they, and they're like people who are like naturally very funny and like a group night out or something and then they try stand-up totally. and they're like, I can imagine that as I can imagine so that's different. one of the hardest things to actually you like you can make people laugh just having a chat but like the your job is to get up and you have to make them laugh, otherwise it's going to be so awkward. Yeah, but at the same time, like, no one's going to, like, punch me in the head doing it, it's hopefully. True. So, like, it is a bit true. easier in that way. <laughs> you know, like, it, it's funny how, how much respect people give stand-up. Yeah. Because anyone who does stand-up like, no, I'm just, like, telling jokes. But, like, there is, like, it is mental to just get up and be like, I'm really funny and here's You're why. You're going to laugh at me, yeah. Yeah, and sometimes it works, sometimes it doesn't. Like, I did my first gig back. On last Sunday, uh-huh. and it's just surreal to be like to be doing it. Was again. it so nice being just just being in that environment, like being backstage? So nice, isn't it? Doing a sound I check thought that as well. It's like just oh, this is like you appreciate it more. Yeah, and even when it wasn't work, so I did like forty minutes of new material. You have no idea if any of that's going to work. Like none of it could work, and some of it worked, and some of it didn't. But even when it didn't work, I was like, it's so nice to be not getting laughs, but yeah, being on stage, just anyway. being here. Yeah. Because it does seem like things are, I hate saying this, back to normal, a wee bit. Yeah. Could you do stand-up, say there was like a show, say it was called, you know, I'm trying to think of a name for it, like, eh, Fighter to no, I definitely Comedy. I, that's the worst title. No, but I know what you're trying to say, like, show. the way, like, it's crossover, I could never do that. Yeah. Because I think I could do Bellator, but it would have to be at the right Yeah. Class. You just need a couple of months. Yeah. To do it. I would get... My, I would get knocked out so quickly <laughs> in any sort of. You fight. always think that you might, you might have more in you than you think. No, you say this. I'll enroll for some sort of competition. <laughs> I don't know. I think I can like, I think I could potentially take a punch just from like playing football. Like I got elbowed last Thursday playing football, like a bad one. I'm aware that's different to a fight. But what I mean is, I think I could probably take it a wee bit, but I don't think that I would be good at punching. You only, but if you if you're in that scenario, this like but inner, would, like Mike Tyson might come out of you. I'd be more catty. <laughs> you know, I'd be saying, if someone hit me, I go no. You know, I'd be more like that, like trying to scratch. Yeah. <laughs> like I don't, I no, I don't think, I don't think I'm meant to fight. Just in general, like mm. I just don't think that's for me. You could try it. Yeah. What's like the best way to try it without there being any danger on me? Probably just go to a class and do a couple of weeks and then go to the sparring class. Like if I the did a sparring an class, class, like beginners. What if I go to like an under twelves? Yeah. That would be class. I would or under sixteens, maybe. Yeah, a hundred percent. If I went to an under sixteens class, I'd punch only. the fuck out of it. Exactly. Still, they would knock me out. <laughs> do you think like when you're like you know spar- sparring or like rolling and stuff, like m- would most of your partners be guys mainly? All of them. Yeah, and is that a conscious decision or is that just because? No, it's just because nobody. Else. There's no other female MMA fighters, so I just get like battered most rounds. Yeah, <laughs> and do you like so? Does this equate in any way? Whenever I was like younger, like playing football, like when I started playing men's football, I was like 15. If someone like kicked the ball and it hit your face by accident or something, and you weren't really hurt, guys would be like, "Maybe UK, UK." I hated that. Yeah. Because I was like, "Well, I'm playing this game with you, so." anything that like you wouldn't do that to like an older guy and i get that they were being nice but like when you were first doing that or anything was that a thing where like were people like worried about like hurting you and stuff and did that annoy you or has it always been like everyone's equal here they've never really been like that with me no they usually just don't care that's <laughs> probably because i'm a fighter as well they're like it's just leah they're probably just like another one of the boys from the gym yeah do you know and the, yeah it's probably because i can I don't know, but no, I wish they were more like that. <laughs> is it, um, like, say, say since we've done the podcast last, which is probably like a year ago, has like 
MMA here like, as it jumped <clears throat> in that year? Well, because think, we've obviously been in lockdown. Yeah. And the gyms, a lot of the gym, you can only train if you're a professional athlete. So right. It's, it's hard and a lot of people I'm sure want to train and have a lot of anger from COVID so yeah. probably do but probably will jump up yeah. <laughs> in the next couple of months what's the next thing you're going to do so I, I would like to be active this year I just have to wait and see when Bellator can get me another fight they just they obviously have their shows their schedules in America and I've asked to get it back on in August or September I was going to ask is it like is it like projected is there like a plan like what they say to you like you know, we think you should fight this person, and then if that goes well, you fight no. this person. No, it's it's like it really fight by is. fight. Yeah. Oh, okay. It's really like the opportunities aren't guaranteed, and you just have to go out and perform well. So you get so people want to watch a fight, and they want to put you on the show again. Have you got a rivalry with anyone yet? Like, is there anyone like you fought that you might fight again and stuff? Um, not really, to be honest. And see, when you're doing like you know the press conferences about your opponent, has anyone been a dick? Like, have you ever like? Well, my last really opponent was like. Thick? Well, my last opponent was like. I'm gonna knock her out in the second round. You said that or she said no, that? She said that and she was like, I've never been submitted. So uh, I was like, okay. Proof. Yeah, you have now. <laughs> nice. And d- normally before that, was it all like quite friendly? I It's not really ever friendly. I just don't really care much about them. Yeah. I just like, yeah. Like obviously if somebody said something, like I still wouldn't even, I'm just like, there's I, have so much drama in my real life. Like if somebody says something, I'm gonna be like, <laughs> Such all a right. Northern Ireland thing. Yeah. Like okay. <laughs> yeah, like because we slabber, you know, slabber yeah. is like a thing here. That's a. It's bit just like, like normal if somebody was gonna say. Yeah. Something. Who was that guy that was fighting Frampton and he was like, "You're from t- this guy's from Tigers Bay, born with a silver spoon on his mouth." Like that. Like, the, it just it doesn't work. I know. It's like, no matter what they say, like your mum's probably saying something yeah. worse to you. <laughs> Your granny has said like a lot more to you Definitely. than this person ever has. Uh, yeah, because I, I I'm I'm fascinated by that to know like how the, much. No, of it I is. know the boys like obviously do it because you want to make yourself marketable and you want to make yeah. yourself interesting. Yeah. And I think I have enough like unique selling points that the fact that I'm a female and all the rest of it, I don't need to put on an actor be yeah. this like mouthy person. Do you know yeah. what I mean? But I can see why the guys do it. To create interest because there's a lot more guys fighting and they want to kind of, yeah, you know, get noticed if you know what I mean. Say like we fast forward like 15, 20 years, big like movie company comes to you and say like, look, want to make a movie on your life? Who would who would you want to play you? Oh my goodness, <laughs> I don't know. Somebody crazy. Who do you think should? I'd say somebody from Belfast or yeah, I'd say or, or someone from Belfast. Well, I can't think of that. Like you just <laughs> say, we're just saying actor from Belfast. All I'm thinking is Jimmy Nesbitt. <laughs> just because like he's the first actor long from hair. here. I'm thinking or Liam of. Neeson. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Liam Neeson and Jimmy Nesbitt in the fe- in a female MMA movie. Um, what like what actresses come from here? I know. I think. I think in a in a um, movie about my life, it would be did you watch Game of Thrones? No. Ah, okay. I was gonna say Cersei from Game of Thrones. She's like the the dragon. No, not the dragon queen. She was like the queen. Did you watch Game of Thrones? Though? Yeah. So a girl would play you. Yeah. Game? Just like she was my exact like body shape okay. and size <laughs> and attitude in a way as well. She's just like really spiteful and. Like, is, is Game of Thrones good? I've never seen it. Yeah, it is. It's like undeniably good. Oh, really? It's like, yeah, but then... Do you need to start at like the first se- series or seasons? Yeah, 100%. Also, you you know, you travel a lot, you, you, you do training camps. And I imagine you watch a lot of stuff like maybe on the go, like on yeah. your phone or... No, you it's, can't do that with Game oh, of Thrones. Okay. you got to sit, like give it the attention it deserves. It's one of those sort of things. Do you things. know what I watched on the plane over? I watched Line of Duty and it was like... Yeah. Had you I never seen it before? didn't know it was set, set in Belfast. I just... I think, did they just drive past Benedict's Belfast? <laughs> what? Well, that KFC? That's the thing. It's like, it's not, like the way they travel in it doesn't make sense. Just because like, you know, they might be like doing a scene driving down this street and then when they turn, it's a different street. Yeah. Because like the audience doesn't need to, but people from here are like, like my dad couldn't get past <laughs> that if you go left at Royal Avenue, <laughs> it doesn't bring you to the Newton Road. You know what I mean? He's like, no, no, no. 
I can't. He won't. He will make that not let him enjoy the show. I didn't realize I was sitting on the plane. I Did you like, start what? at the start? No, I started season, season five. Literally the last. I thought, but when I clicked it, I thought it was season one, episode one. But it was season five, episode one. So I just seen the last. I can imagine if you were watching a film, you could like go and do something during the film for like 10, 15 minutes, make a phone call, yeah, cup of tea or whatever, come back in. But I don't think you would rewind the film. I don't have the, the patience for movies or like to sit for that long because I want to do something else. See, then the, then the danger is you turn to whoever you're watching it with and go, what's happened here? I do, yeah. And then when they explain what it is, yeah. they're missing... So Isabella, she loves Avengers and I actually really like Avengers. We've been watching all the Avenger movies yeah. and I am constantly asking her, who's that? What happened? And she's like, oh, yeah, mom. Yeah. yeah. <gasps> but that's exactly what I do to her because the Avenger movies are like 15 hours long. It's like... With like training camp stuff, what do you like in, in your own company? Like you okay with just, but you're not, you're probably surrounded by a big team. Well, I have a team like when I go training, but I am actually a lo- on my own a lot and I actually like my own company. Yeah. And be going to my house and have Isabella like, but and my family, my house is like an open house, my family around all the time. But I do, I, yeah, I isolate myself a lot when I'm in my camp just because I don't have the energy to be like, and I'm not probably very nice and probably like grumpy and like irritable in training yeah. camp, like really bad, like, <laughs> like I can be really rude would you consider like say you did have like a big SSE show or Windsor or something would you consider just spending a week on Castle Street <laughs> really getting that energy just just standing like you would yeah. have enough like I could do my fight camp in, in Castle Street I would lo- that would be so great just like dandering down who's going to attack me next yeah what did you what did you do to prepare to, the, to prepare for this fight you just sat outside a bakery on Castle Street <laughs> sparring every day rolling with people uh, yeah, to be fair, I seen one recently. I think it was three girls, and one of their groundwork was quite good. Right. Like, <laughs> they 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 definitely had watched MMA before. Yeah. Like one was mount and one was like posturing up. Like now they're they're developing. Yeah, know, like, yeah, yeah. I love that. Like species develop. They're like getting yeah. like high level soon. Have a cock girl with them as well, <laughs> doing that kind of thing. I could see me getting involved in that sort of thing on the fight side of things. You know the people with Vaseline, Vaseline but, the eyebrows? Yeah. I could definitely so like do that. So like you're involved, but you're not in the actual danger? Yeah, like I'm in the corner, but I'm just mm. like, I'm just like there for like yeah. a bit of crack or something. It's like I was, I was doing, I was over with Chantel and obviously I'm not a boxer and wasn't doing her corner any other reason, but to hold her belt, I was like, felt it was so important. I I'd like, like to do that. Holding the belt. Yeah, I'd yeah, like to do that. me, I'm not saying anything to help, but. <laughs> but I just keep a straight face yeah. the whole time. Eyeball the opponent. Like a, a wee stick coming out of my mouth, you know, like a toothpick. <laughs> And I just try and get in the head of the opponent. <laughs> I would love that's what I that's what I could bring to it. Yeah. You're fighting, I'm in your corner, and I'm just saying wee things now and again you're to your things. opponent. Yeah, 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 yeah. Like yes, my, my, my corner always do that. I always shout like insult and things about my opponent to me. She's too slowly yeah, you can hear yeah. it. and I'm like, Oh my word, if that was me, I'd be getting so annoyed. Yeah. <laughs> but I just say wee things that would really make them think and get in their heads. I'd say wee things like, Is one of your eyes higher than the other one? And they never would have thought that before, but they'd spend the whole fight going, oh, fuck, is one of my eyes higher than the other? You know, that's what I, that's what I bring really to it. really good tactic, yeah. That's what I bring to it. Uh, Leah, cheers for doing the podcast. Anytime. I appreciate it. It's my birthday today. Is it really? Well, the day the podcast comes out. So t- tomorrow oh, okay. is my birthday. <laughs> Happy still, birthday. Yeah. 33. Woo! 33. I don't look it. for making it to the I don't stage. look it. You don't look it? I don't you look, look, look it. it. I don't look it. You look it. way younger. Yeah. 33 is pretty, pretty cool. Yeah. Yeah. You bring anything? <laughs> it's in the car after one night. Sweet. <laughs> Cheers, Leah. Thank you very much.